podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Fire for them, fire for them. If you're looking for that 35 bag umbrella and all damn thing there, keep it locked with this Unomics podcast. podcast, 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 podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Dysonomics podcast. Apologies for the late upload, some issues that you lot don't really care about, but we're here now. Make sure you join Dysonomics community on Patreon. It's been going for a month to get exclusive articles, podcasts, and visuals all coming soon. In terms of the visuals coming soon, but articles already up there. So make sure you check that out. Got some cool stuff on there already. Um, And the link will be in the description of this podcast, or you can just Download Patreon off the App Store. You can access it via web browser. So patreon.com forward slash Dysonomics. Or if you're on the app, just search Dysonomics and boom, bam, you'll see me there. Do you get Well, this week, you may have guessed what the topic is going to be. And unfortunately, it's COVID again because COVID don't seem to be going anywhere. That is, it's, it's not a joke. It is not a joke. So we've had recent rule changes again with COVID. And there's talk of the second wave, which was just a bit of chitter chatter when lockdown first was um, eased. But now the numbers are showing that we're heading towards that way of a second wave, which was confirmed by the Prime Minister late last week. So, you lot who have been following me on Instagram or following me on, on Twitter or just a podcast, you know, I've been providing regular updates. So, we've seen weeks where we've had, unfortunately, several hundreds of people dying on a daily basis from coronavirus, thousands upon thousands of people contracting the virus, thousands of people being admitted to hospital, an absolute disaster. And things have been getting a lot better recently. And that's why now you're seeing people on holiday. I was one of the people who went on holiday. People, I've seen people in Spain, people in Italy, France, Dubai. Um, some people have managed to sneak their way back into Africa, and Greece, all types of places. Um, we've seen shops open, restaurants. We had to eat out to help out last week, last month, which I'll talk about. Um, even in certain places in the world, we're seeing fans in football stadiums. I saw some PSG fans in the stadium. Um, I, I was watching NFL and I saw plenty of fans in the stadium. I think the Dallas Cowboys had 20% capacity. So that's probably about 16,000 people. So we're starting, we're starting to see day parties come back, but in a more COVID-friendly manner. So... L- Obviously, kids have gone back to school as of recently. People start to go back to work. You're, you're seeing more traffic on the roads. You're seeing more traffic on the tube. Westfield's pack out. Central London's pack out. Shoreditch was packed out during that heat wave. So life starts to seem a bit more back to normal, but obviously with the COVID implementations. However, this has changed. We're starting to see a dramatic spike in, um, in daily cases. So when we're getting towards like the end of Ju- end of June and throughout July, the amount of cases were starting to really plateau and stay relatively low compared to the peak of let's say late April. Um, I mean late April, early May, where you'll see cases like tallying like six thousand a day plus. And that is six thousand people to six thousand positive tests for coronavirus. What happened last month? that could have potentially accelerated this. Well, as I said, lockdown was eased, so we're seeing way more people out on the streets. Eat out to help out. The first time I um, embarked on Eat out to help out, I didn't even, I couldn't even remember it. 
imagine I'm at Westfall's McDonald's like, yo, but can I get um six nuggets? Six nuggets meal, please. And he was like, two pounds satin. I was like, bro, I said a large six nuggets meal or large nine nuggets meal. He's like, yeah, two pounds something. I was thinking, it's my matter what, you, you not hear what a man's saying to you? And he's like, no, it's eat out to help out. I was like, oh yeah. So effectively up to half, up to 10 pound is half price. I said, big man, make that a large nine nuggets meal and give me a double cheeseburger on the side. It was wonderful. I remember going to, I was in Stratty Westfields, went to Rhythm Kitchen, got me a jerk pork meal, large meal, five pounds, lovely. So what did this mean? Hella people on the roads. Hella people on the roads. I remember trying to get, I remember going to Nando's and the queue for Nando's was outrageous. You would have thought that Beyonce was inside there the way people were queuing up. Do you get? So during the heat wave period, hella people, just basically everybody's on the streets and living in East London, being close to Westford and stuff, I'm seeing this firsthand, like Westford was, and because everybody's working from home now, and I've been living in East for quite some time, I know what Stratford should look like on a Tuesday at 2 p.m. And Stratford, anytime <laughs> during the afternoon, literally looked like a Saturday. Obviously, the kids who are on summer holidays are 10 toes down, they're everywhere. So you're talking university students, college, sixth form, and um, secondary school students. But also just standard adults, working age adults, just about because working from home gives you more flexibility and so on and so forth. So the streets were packed. And what we're seeing is an increase in transmission. Remember the R rates, that's the rate of infection. So if R is above one, that means every person who has the virus is, con is passing on to um, more people. And that's how the virus starts to spread. But if the rate of R is less than one, that means then people who catch the virus are actually not spreading it as much. I hope that makes perfect sense. So for ages, the rate of infection was between 0.7 and 0.9. But now it's between 1 and 1.2. So that means like it's creeping up and it's creeping up significantly. And um, the reason why there's ranges in these, um, it, when it comes to R, not just one number, it's not just 0.7. It's actually 0.7 to 0.9 or not just 1.0. 1 or 1.2 is that the government uses a variety of different models to assess this rate of infection so it gives you a range which I actually think is pretty smart personally one of the few smart things they're doing right now but yes so what's happening is that now so many people are out so the virus is now spreading because if everybody if every single person is indoors people who catch corona they don't have as much opportunity to spread it to others not to say they're doing it on purpose but by just being secluded from other people you actually can't pass on the virus but obviously if everybody's out and about if one person gets it then it could spread like wildfire potentially especially with the information some of the information that i was reading a couple of weeks ago no, a couple of months ago where they're doing an antibody test and antibody test i think i'm not sure if it's changed now but i'm pretty sure it's still it was something they're still just doing in hospitals and this is the test to see if you've had covid and last time i checked 80 percent of people that tested um, positive for antibodies should they have um they didn't have any symptoms so potentially according to that data eight out of ten people that had covid didn't even show symptoms so imagine how many people could have had it and just be spreading it all over the gaff do you get so if we look at um for example friday the 18th of september 2020 yeah so that's last week 4322 people tested positive for covid19 
and this is taking a total number of cases over 385,000. As of now, the total number of cases is, if I have a quick look-see, give me a second, I've got on a couple of website, is 394,257. So it's gone up quite a bit since then. This is a massive number. What, 4,000 people, 4.3,000 people tested positive for corona? That is crazy. Now, let's circle back to the last time I did a post on my Instagram, July the 31st, 7th of July. 880 people tested positive for COVID. So that is an increase of 500%. So from the end of July to what we're now in like mid-September, the increase has been 500% in terms of people contracting the virus. And that's simply because the movement levels, there's lockdown easing, everybody's in the streets, do you get? Now, naturally you'll think, oh my God, the deaths must be rising at similar rate because if five times, if it's, if five times the people are catching COVID from end of July to now, surely the deaths should follow in a similar vein. Well, in fact, they are not as of now. So, unfortunately, in that same time period, 27 people, some that we're talking about late last week, 27 people passed from COVID-19, which is 27 too many, of course, that goes without saying, taking a death toll to, to way over 41,000. However, if you go back to July 31st, 120 people died from COVID-19. So remember, July 31st, 880 people tested positive for the virus, at the same time, 120 people died. Whereas in early mid-September, 4,300 people tested positive for, for the virus, but only 27 died. And I say only, just in pure numerical form, it's a lot lower than before, not to say 27 is not a significant number. Because it is, that's 27 lives. That's a, that's a classroom of people. So, although the cases have increased by 500%, the deaths are actually down by 80%. And even if we look at today, 3,899 people tested positive for COVID. But the deaths are down at 18. Now, this is showing that, this to me is a clear indication about the profile of people who are contracting the virus. When the virus is rampant, and we're talking late March, all throughout April and, um, and a lot of May, before all types of people were contracting the virus. And what we've seen in terms of the, the risk factors, the number one element was age. So the older you are, the more susceptible to the virus. And of course, then after that's health conditions. And these could be things like diabetes and being like just all other different types of um, unfortunate underlying health conditions. So this to me shows, and obviously the people that are out we're seeing a lot of it is young people being out, people between the teenagers, um, people in their 20s, early 30s, you know, going out to eat, mingling with friends, playing football, um, throwing parties, some of which, some of which have been illegal, etc. We are seeing the younger and the less, um, and the people who don't need to be shielded in terms of health conditions contract the virus, spread it, but the deaths are still staying, staying at a fairly low level compared to before. And this is why um, Dr. Leroy, who's been on my pod bear, and I and other people have been advocates of a more bespoke lockdown. And this is like earlier in the year. So if you check my old podcasts or old tweets, where maybe people under the ages of 40, especially people who are living alone and not living around vulnerable people, 
should be allowed to go out and work to try to keep the economy ticking to a certain degree. But people who are more elderly, people who have online health conditions or people who are living with more elderly and people with um, online health conditions, probably should stay indoors and be shielded. At least that way, you're getting people out, you are still um, participating in the, econo um, in the economy, but at the same time, you're protecting the people most susceptible or most vulnerable to the most severe cases and you're also keeping the hospitals at um, with a good capacity level. So this is what we're seeing right now. But of course, um, like seeing this amount of people contract the virus just shows that second wave is on its way. And the government are, of course, very, very worried. So um, today, Sir Patrick Valiance, uh, Chief um, Government's, um, the government's chief scientific advisor, he warned that if this continues, we could see the UK reach 50,000 new coronaviruses a day by mid-October, and that would expect it to lead to about 200 deaths per day. Obviously, 200 deaths per day is crazy, but we had way worse before. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that the fact that we're worried about the 200 shows, don't think people are taking how bad it was. On certain in certain days especially in may and april so this is this is a worry this is a big big worry and obviously on friday boss johnson said listen a second wave is inevitable we always knew it's coming and it's looking like it's on its way right now another thing to look at is um hospitalizations and this is um and this unfortunately has been trending upwards so 120 people are, were unfortunately hospitalized yesterday this isn't too dissimilar to the time period I talked about July, but if you look at the data, it was creeping down, creeping down, now it's creeping upwards. And the more people enter hospitalization, you worry because there's a lot of data saying 50% of people who go into ICU don't survive. And we do not want to see an increased number of people in, hospital, in hospitals because that means the NHS is going to be more stretched. That means the virus could potentially spread in hospitals. We saw a lot of nurses and doctors like starting to pass away from um, COVID and of course, like the chances of people's survival gets a lot less when they have to be hospitalized. So we don't want to see that. So this is why the government made some changes. So here are some of the changes the government made. From the 14th of September, which is last week, you can no longer meet with people from a different household, socially in groups of more than six. They don't, they don't care if you're indoors, they don't care if you're outdoors, they don't care if it's a public space or a private space. If they're from a different household, it can't be more than six people. Period. However, this is where it gets a bit complicated and a bit annoying. There is some exemptions to the rule. So a place of worship, so the mosque, synagogue, temple, um, church, that rule obviously doesn't apply. Restaurants and obviously hospitality venues, that rule doesn't apply. This also doesn't directly impact your workplace or schools. So people are like, wait, so I could still go to restaurants, potentially with these larger groups. I could still go to church, these larger groups. My kids are going to be at school with these larger groups. Or I'm going to be working in these schools with these larger groups. Or my workplace in general with these larger groups. So what is the point? Like, it's, a conv it's not... <laughs> It's not a very convincing unilateral message. And the government trying to mitigate risk and trying to say, yo, we can't stop. You can't exactly stop kids from going to school. That's going to be a big strain on the economy because parents have to take time off work and all that type of stuff. And it's going to mess up the school register. I mean, the school schedule. Then obviously people at work, you can't stop people from going to work. Cause that's not a business. Same with fresher arts, hospitalities. But it's just not a unilateral message and it's quite confusing and irritating. Also, from, from the 18th of September, certain businesses such as hospitality ones will have to support the government's NHS test, test, test and trace initiative. 
and this will be mandatory to keep this data for up to 21 days. And this is the test and traces, if you haven't um, uh, noticed it or heard about it yet, is when they take your details down, just in case somebody in that venue has come back to the contracted, vi contracted a virus, then, then the NHS can come and notify you to self either get a test or self isolate. So for example, I met one of my boys at a casino not too long ago and to enter the casino, you had to fill out these details. So um, I, I can't lie, I'm actually for that. Um, so yeah, and even the government were even talking about, yo, you man might have to start snitching on people's ass like crazy if you catch them outside with a, um, or catch them doing like parties and stuff like that. Um, they've even made it mandatory for recently, I think as of late yesterday, it is now mandatory that you self-isolate if you contract the virus. And I think this is just criminally late. That should have been literally the mandate. Like it is illegal. It should have been illegal for you to be out about in the streets if you test a positive coronavirus. Are you fucking mad? So dangerous. I, I don't know why it took them so long. So these are some of the things that are happening quite now. In fact, <laughs> recent update. <laughs> The actual rates of infection is now between 1.1 and 1.4. So it's a lot higher than the 1.0 to 1.2 I mentioned earlier. So this means more and more people are spreading the virus. So we that's why the government are looking to make some serious changes. And it is looking very, very likely that we are going to get a second lockdown. Um, when I say lockdown, I mean a national lockdown. Um, Four counties in Wales have been put into a local lockdown. There are some places in the northeast of England last week that were put into a lockdown. So these are some of the things that are going to be happening with regards to coronavirus. So how does this affect us, the people? Well, we the gyms that we're crying about, we may lose them. There was meant to be trialling of p having people back in the stadiums for sports and, and you know, um, what's it called? Concerts and maybe get and clubs back open. That is likely to be in the mud if we go into second lockdown. And all the holidays that people have been going to with the travel corridors, that also will be likely to be rolled back if the national lockdown is going to be anything like the one we saw in March. So this so this is time to start thinking about maybe if you're about to book a holiday, you might not want to, or any sort of business or working decision that you're going to be making. I don't see how, personally, this is my opinion, this is not fact, but I don't see how we avoid a national lockdown if cases to keep going in this manner. Um, I personally think if I was if I was in charge, I'd probably mandate what I told you earlier about having only allowing a certain type of profile of people to be allowed to be out, go to work. I will introduce certification for people that have maybe tested positive and have now tested negative again or beat the virus or you have to have certification to actually be allowed to be out. Um, I would also maybe look at start closing restaurants and all these places that are having large gatherings of people. And yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what goes on. Make sure to subscribe to my Patreon and my Insta and my Twitter for more updates on this. And until next week, people stay safe. Sports Social Podcast Network.